0: Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. We are starting a new series and it's called Only Believe. And it's a series about faith. What is faith? The Bible tells us in Hebrews 11 verse 1, faith shows us the reality of what we hope for, It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So faith, the Bible says, is substance. It's something that we have. It's something that we know. It is real, but you can't see it yet. In other words, you have it in the unseen realm before you get it in the natural. That's what faith is. Back in 2017, we run a Vision Builders campaign every year. We have since, I think, 2008. And maybe that's the year anyway. Who knows? A long time ago. And I remember the 2017 Building Fund campaign. And I was walking the streets of Ainsley, just praying, because I like to walk and pray at the same time. And uh, the Holy Spirit said to me, I was, I was praying into this um, year's campaign, and Vision Builders is how we got this beautiful building, beautiful, generous church that we have. And the Holy Spirit said to me, you're going to get a lump sum, and I went, well, that sounds good. And in that, and in that campaign, some amazing person gave $192,000 to our vision builders to pay down our mortgage. And that is incredible and wonderful. But I actually knew it before it happened because faith told me Before it happened, I knew it was going to happen. That's faith. Without faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please God. Hebrews 11.6 says this, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to Him must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith is important, would you, would you agree? Yes. Faith is important, it's important as Christians that we live by faith. Faith is such a huge topic and I'm really looking forward to delving into some of the dis- different aspects of faith over the next month. But today, I want to look at this specific thing. I want to look at the fact that faith lets go of control... How are you feeling? And trusts God. Control. When you hear that word, does it invoke a reaction from you? Do you like to be in control? Do you struggle when you hear that word control because you've been controlled in the past? And hearing about control invokes uh, feelings of fear and anxiety in your life? The fact is, we all like to think we have some control in our lives. It's actually a deep need. We need a sense of control. And that is why I will never go on a tour bus. (laughs) Basically, I'm telling you now, it will never happen. I will not be told when I have to get up and get on a bus. I don't care how good the tour is. That is my sense of needing control. It all happens on the two of us. When we're born, we have no control. We can't control our bodies, you know. You gotta support the head when the baby's born. We can't control how we're cared for. As we grow, we find ourselves having more control over our lives. As we get older, we get to stay up later. We get to choose our bedtime. How exciting. We get to choose what we eat. We get to choose what we're going to study. We get to choose who our friends will be. We get to choose, if we're getting married, who we're going to marry, where we're going to live, what sort of career we're going to have. So control, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And one of the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians tells us, is self-control. And so the more mature we are, the more self-control we will have. Control becomes an issue if we start to try to control others. If we want to have control and power over others, Galatians tells us, and it talks about self-control, not others' control. Or if we start to try and control our circumstances, or we expend all of our energy and time trying to control every single thing that happens in our lives. Controlling others, or wanting to control them, or trying to control everything that happens in our lives, is a recipe for disaster because we can't do it. It will bring heartache. It will damage relationships. It will cause anxiety. It will cause exhaustion. It will bring disappointment. Trying to be in control of things that are not ours to control causes us to carry around burdens that are not ours to carry. Isaiah 46 verse 1 says, The things that you carry are burdensome a load for the weary animal. The things that you carry are burdensome, a load for you. The picture here is of someone carrying something, carrying burdens that they're not designed to carry. And that's what happens when we try to control something that is not our responsibility and something that we cannot control. And there are people here today, there might be, you might be online with us today, and you are living under the weight of trying to control things that are not yours to control, and it is burdensome. You're carrying the burden of that. It might be in a relationship that you're in, and you're wanting to try and control that person. Maybe you're pushing yourself so hard trying to control an outcome this is the outcome and it's at work or or it's it's in your family this must happen and i'm going to make it happen you can't make it happen or maybe you're believing god and i hope you are because that's what faith does it believes maybe you're believing god for a specific outcome and you're caught up in how it should happen you're caught up in the process god is in charge of the process god is in charge of the timing It's not ours to control. Sometimes the need to be in control stems from fear or anxiety. We try and control everything around us so we can feel at peace. We don't want to relinquish control because we are afraid, afraid that if we do relinquish control, the very thing that we fear is going to happen. So we hold on. Some people have a fear that that they're going to get really sick. You know, it's crazy because when we look at it, we have very little control over some things. Tell the people in Lismore, with the floods. Back in February, uh, January 2020, with the fires. We have very little control over some of those things, don't we? COVID, no control. Other people, we might try to control, but really we have no control over other people. So what do we do? Is the answer to wear ourselves out trying to control anything and everything in our life? No, no, it's not. We do what we can, we look after our bodies the best we can, we're wise with our finances, we have conversations with people, we don't control people but we have conversations with people when necessary and then what? Well, this is what the message is all about, then we do this, we choose to trust. God. We let go of control and we choose to trust God because faith trusts God. Now please believe me, I am not saying that statement flippantly. Just trust God, you'll be right mate. That's the Aussie way to say it. When fear continues to knock at our door, when anxiety threatens to take us out and we want to control things that we can't control, I think that's tricky. Does anyone else find that tricky? I find that really tricky. And when we're fighting things and we are tempted to try and control our situation, the enemy of our soul, the devil, likes to get involved, And he likes to try to bring torment and threaten us with what we are fearing and what we are trying to control. He says, just keep on holding tight. Just keep on controlling that. If you don't, it's going to fall apart. If you don't push, it's never going to happen. And here's how we disarm him. Here's how we win that battle. We must face those fears head on. This is how we get to the, the trust, God. We must. We don't spend our days praying and groveling to God and hoping, and hoping that it, whatever it is for you, that thing that you want to control, hoping that it works out the way you want it to, that it doesn't happen. We don't just keep holding on and trying to control. We face it. We face the fear. We face the anxiety. Our lack of control head on. I did a Bible study in a life group I don't know how many years ago, it's got to be 10 with a great teacher of the Word of God, her name is Beth Moore and she says this when we want to get, over, to get through this sort of a situation where we just want to hang on to control if, we say to ourselves this, if and then we insert whatever it is that we're trying to control. If that happens, then God. If the very thing I fear happens, then I am going to be okay because right there in that place is God. And I can trust Him. I can trust Him. We go from defense to attack. The most critical breakthrough we will ever have is to let God bring us to a place where we trust Him no matter what. We don't trust Him to to let us avoid what we fear most, we trust Him whatever happens and in that process we absolutely disarm the devil and all his torment and fear and we are free. We don't lose faith Because faith is trusting God. We trust God has us, even if the absolute worst thing happens. No matter what happens, we trust God. We believe. We have faith. He is there. He is enough. He will bring us through. And I'm not saying that we expect bad things to happen. Please hear me. I'm not saying that. Faith believes. But it also understands that no matter what happens, God. Yes. No matter what happens, yes. I can trust God. No matter what happens, I have God. Yes. And he is enough. I have a beautiful friend. Years and years and years ago, we were talking. And her son was... Um, they, just wasn't, they weren't sure if he had some sort of... Um, what are those things called, like ADHD, it's just something, autism. I think it was autism. And we were chatting and she said to me, Mel, I am absolutely 100% believing for healing. I'm believing that he doesn't have autism. But, and, and even if he does, I'm believing for healing. But you know what? If he does, God. God's got me. God's got me. It's going to be okay. Whatever happens, it's going to be okay. You know, some of us here today, some of us are trying to control things that you need to give to God and trust Him for the outcome. You know, I'm standing today having gone through things that I never thought I could survive, and I'm sure you are too. Things that I thought, if that happens, that's it. That's it. I can do everything, but if that happens, but guess what? I'm still standing. Still trusting God. Still believing God. Still knowing that He is for me and not against me. You know, during this week, both Paul and I had different situations that we walked through and we were debriefing the other night and they were tricky situations for both of us and i was just debriefing and telling paul how how it affected me and i said i said you know when that happens i just my whole internal self wants to shrink back just wants to retreat I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. And Paul said, well, that happened. The same thing happened to me yesterday. And I thought the same thing. And faith does not retreat. Did you know that? When we're trusting God, we don't retreat. Hebrews 10 says, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. We do not belong to those who shrink back back but those who have faith and we both knew God came to both of us and he said don't shrink don't shrink what was God saying to us God said to Paul very clearly you don't have to fight this but don't shrink he's he was telling me this and I said to him so hilarious God said to me, Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Same thing. We were both going through in a 24-hour period and God was saying the same thing. Not comfortable, but what we were both being asked to do, to let go and let God, to be still and know that he is God. Do you know that trusting God is the only way to perfect peace? That letting go and trusting him is the only way to perfect peace. Isaiah 26 says this, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Perfect peace comes when we let go and trust God when we turn to him, when we give it to him, when we say, you have your way, God. I trust you with this. I cannot control this, but I can trust you in it. What can you do? I'm going to do what you say in your word and trust you. What's the time I look like, Kate? Five, thank you. I want to finish this morning with this thought from Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel 47 talks about the river of God. And there's a picture, it's like it's this beautiful picture. The river of God flowed from the temple and as it flowed into the Dead Sea amazing things happened. The salty water of the Dead Sea became fresh and streams of living creatures came in and they lived in that. And on the banks of the, of the river, trees grew. They had leaves that didn't wither. What a great picture. They had fruit for food and, and leaves for healing, an incredible picture of life and health, all coming from the River of God. And in Ezekiel 47, the Bible says that Ezekiel was led to the river. And he was shown this picture, and he was led through water that was ankle deep, then knee deep, then waist deep, and then it was just over his head. There was so much water. You could only swim through it. You couldn't walk through it. And I see today this picture as an analogy for trusting God. Some of us are ankle deep. I can trust you with that, just up to my ankles, God. And some of us have walked a little further into the river. And we are knee deep. And we're willing, okay, I'll I'll give you that and that and that. Some of us are waist deep. You know, letting go of control and trusting God is like fully immersing ourselves in the river. In the river that is full of life and health and healing for us. The Bible says that Ezekiel was led to each new level, God wants to lead us to greater and greater levels of trusting Him. Our job is to let go and surrender, to surrender control, to surrender to Him, God. I come to you, I give you all of this. I give it all to you, I surrender to you today. You have your way because I know that I can trust you. I can't control this outcome. But you can and you will. Thank you that if I have you, God, I have everything I need. And that's the reality. If we have God, we have everything we need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, I thank you that we can trust you. I thank you, God, that we can trust you with the outcome, God. I thank you that we can trust you with the process, God. I thank you that we can trust you no matter what. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. I pray for every person in this room today. Lord, every person, God, who is struggling hold on to something that they cannot control and I ask you right now by the power of the Holy Spirit Lord God to touch them, Lord to free them, Lord to help them God as they hand it over to you and surrender to you I thank you that you have your way have your way God have your way thank you Lord I pray for perfect peace. Thank you, God. Amen, Lord. As we finish today, I want to invite everyone who's here, and if you're with us online today, I want to invite you as well. If you've not ever made a decision to follow Jesus, or you know you need to get your heart right with God today, I want to give you an opportunity to do that to hand over control we've been talking about control hand over control to the God who loves you the good, good God He wants to be in relationship with you and if you've never done that but you'd like to do that I would love you to join us in this prayer we're going to pray it out loud together and just make it your own prayer Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to earth, for dying for my sin. Forgive me. Wash me clean. Come into my heart. I choose to live for you. Help me to follow you all the days of my life. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au.